Good afternoon and welcome to the Market Wrap for week ending 28th of May. Stuart Williamson here at the helm, APW. Okay, this week we're going to talk very briefly about the UK retail market. Okay, I read a great article this week in, the, in Money Week and they basically say, accept we're in a house price boom. The question is now, how long would it last? So that's all I'd like to cover today. Last week, one of the biggest uh, house builders in the UK, the former Bovis Group, I don't recognize those, just raised their profit expectations to £325 million from £310 million just two months previously. So that's the Vistry Group. At the same time, mortgage lending has hit all-time records in March, according to the Bank of England, with data going back to 1993. So how long can this continue? That's the question, I think. A lot of the people in the UK, in the industry, are asking. And of course, you will see all this stuff about it won't last very long. It's going to, it's going to fizzle out. So let's just look at the underlying factors for a second, very quick, very quickly. Forgive me if I repeat myself. Okay, basically, the stamp duty holiday has brought purchases buying forward. So let's not mistake this. This is going to happen anyway. But people are trying to rush in now to get a stamp duty holiday in the UK and take advantage of it, which is fair enough. Displacement. Displacement is where basically we have um, people moving out from the middle of the middle of London, moving out from places like Edinburgh and a few of the big cities and going into the country. And you know, they get out there and they suddenly find these big city slickers, find that their money goes a long way and they get a bit full of themselves and they start splashing out on humongous houses. So then you have displacement there of other people who would have bought. So you've got displacement, you've got weight of money. In aggregate, a lot of people saved a lot of money during lockdown. Probably 200 billion is what the Bank of England recommends, recollects, and they're, and they're now saying that on average, they thought people would spend 5% of that going forward. It looks like it's gonna be more like 10 to 15%. And examples of this are Topps Tiles. Uh, Topps Tiles have basically just had the best three months ever in 2021, and that's, that's a sign of people investing in DIY. So if they're investing in DIY, how much are they actually investing in um, actually buying houses? And we can see this, you know, all the houses that we've got coming through our forum, which is where you get our secondhand property from the UK listed on a daily basis. All the properties we see have all been done up really well. So DIY has become a big thing. And on top of that, you've got cheap credit. And this is the, one of the most important things. And this is a, this is a key point here. And I want to... I want to make it clearly the main driver of house prices is supply and demand but not of houses it's of the money and credit available to buy them okay so that's the key point it's not supply and demand there might be a few less houses in whitby for sale so therefore house prices go up or there might be a lot of houses in cleveland for sale so the houses prices don't go up but if the bank won't lend it to you it doesn't matter what state the market is in and that is the key point and so it's, it's the bank's willingness to lend against housing and the price at which they're willing to lend. So how much are they willing to offer it out to you? So it, you know, so it doesn't really matter when everyone's scared and they think the market's going to crash, then they don't want to lend money. But when everyone's very positive and if people think it's booming, then banks will lend against property. And the thing about properties, they love it because what's the worst going to happen to them? They'll take your house off you. So consequently, Lending against property is a wonderful thing, and when it's very positive and everyone's been really gung-ho about it, then they love to do so. 
And we've got a perfect example this week of the TSB has just put out a two year fixed rate mortgage at 0.99%. Okay, that's the lowest seen since 2017. You know, and the point is, we, we saw prior to the 2007-2009 crash that this exuberance went on and on. But the point is, once you get the bank and you get the government behind it, and in the Bank of England is behind it, and they're all saying, what a great experience this is, we're making lots of money, we're getting all that revenue in from stamp duty that we need, you know, everyone's feeling good, oh, there's an election around the corner, we don't want to really be, be poo-pooing that, do we? It's just going to carry on, and it's got its own momentum. And so we're in a boom, there will be a deflation at some stage, but it's just a case of when will it be? And I think based on the feel-good factor and the government and Boris's obviously mercenary way of behaving, I think we're going to see a lot longer a boom than people anticipate. Okay, secondly, if you, if you think property is not a great investment, then we have an alternative for you. At the moment in the UK, used car prices are soaring. In fact, apparently they're facing a perfect storm. Uh, in May alone, they went up by 6.2% and in uh, April by 2%. So that's 8.2% according to Car Dealer magazine. Now, why is this? A number of factors. Firstly, people aren't too keen to travel on public transport because of the COVID, wearing masks, all this sort of stuff, which is understandable. Secondly, because car companies basically... Um, Rental car companies normally re reuse their fleet and sell them into the market. But because the, the, the economy has been so slow, they haven't been doing that. So there's a shortage of secondhand rental cars coming through. And then thirdly, and this is weird, there's a shortage of chips, microchips, to make new cars. And the reason is because there's such a boom in the likes of Netflix and online entertainment at home. All those home entertainment systems use a lot of these chips. And what happened was... When, the, when COVID hit and the re, re, recession hit, a lot of car manufacturers cancelled their orders, whereas the entertainment industry carried on and carried on building up and up. So now the car manufacturers are at the back of the queue. So it basically means that if you're trying to buy a new car in the UK today, it's very difficult to get one because of they can't make them. So second-hand cars are going through the roof. And there are some great examples of that. A Mini Cooper S went up by, Mini Cooper S's on average went up by £3,000 in uh, April alone. A3, Audi A3 Cabriolets, uh, Land Rover Discovery Ports, Sports added another £2,000 each. The fastest growing are small city cars, which went up by 7.5% so far in May, followed by SUVs at 6.7%, convertibles at 6.5%, and MPVs at 5.7%. Okay, according to Order Trader, which is another independent site, car prices, second-hand car prices have risen for, risen for the last 53 weeks without stop. And prices are now close to 10% higher than they were a year ago. So there we go. That's an alternative concept to investing in property. You could do something as frivolous as that. Personally, I think it's a great idea. Nothing like sitting in a nice car and going for a nice drive. Anyway, that's not the point, really. So how long will the boom last? I think it's going to roll on for a lot longer than we think. There are a lot of solid fundamentals behind it, but most of it is driven by probably government and political party ambition. So there we are. That's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Do take care. Thank you very much.